It is like my life mission to figure out what it is that I create in this world mm. with what this platform is. Mm. And I figure, I just don't know yet. Mm. Like, and I, I'm totally comfortable saying that because like I hope that that resonates with other people where they're just like, mm. feel like they need to know and like have their mm. shit together, but they're just like, what is the thing that makes this the thing? Yeah. I still don't know yet. Mm -hmm. Hello everyone. Welcome to the No Fucking Idea podcast a collective space to vulnerably share what our fuck-ups have taught us so far, what has gotten us to where we are, what we don't know yet, and what we're still trying to figure out. I'm your host, Natalie Hintzer, and I'd like to thank you for joining me on my first podcast today. <laughs> today, I'd like to introduce our first guest. She's an amazing friend. I actually remember the first time I met her, which was at lunch with a guy, <laughs> and he very quickly became the third wheel. Yeah. <laughs> We clicked instantly on not only a business, but a personal level and have been very good friends ever since. But way beyond being my friend, she is much, much more than that. In addition to founding a media agency, Jess Cons is the founder and CEO of Eatsea, an app where you can discover cafes and restaurants by swiping left or right on photos of food so you can visually see a menu before choosing where or what to eat saving a lot of fights in between yeah. her career trajectory has been an astonishing one going from entrepreneur in an agency land to moving to america to go through the launch accelerator program she's back in australia with a world full of knowledge on business and life in general and her growth mindset astonishes me every time we hang out in person welcome to the show jess cons oh can we just cheers to that cheers. just start off with a nice cha-ching to that one <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to be on your first podcast episode. I feel so honoured. I am so happy that we have finally got here. We have spoken about it we again have. and again. Yep. And we're finally in the room and we're doing it. Yeah. Over it was, a red. Over a red. Any, that's the only way a podcast should be recorded, really. Especially when in isolation. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> I so pod after hours. Yeah, yeah. Red wine's out. So, I mean, today... We are going to do the pod a little bit differently. We've actually got the card game, uh, We're Not Really Strangers, in yeah. the middle of us. Which, when right you now. first showed me, I was just like, fuck, this is cool. Like, yeah. as someone that, that obviously you and I got along like a house on fire mm. from the get go, like you mentioned, it was just like instant chemistry. And both of us have always had this, I guess, desire to try and connect on a deeper level with people. Mm. Like, I noticed it with you. And I've noticed it more so with myself recently. And this card game was just like such a great way to, to do that. Like I, yeah. I honestly am excited to yeah. crack it open. And both none of us have read any of the cards, which I actually like that you decided to just yeah. keep yeah. it like that. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's what I was thinking today. Do I, you know, do I pre-pick questions yeah, for no. us? And we just thought, no, nah, let's just dive let's in together. Random. Yeah. Because we're so good at getting down onto a deep intellectual with each other. Yeah, um, yeah. Well. And other people as well. I think I think yeah. I can totally see that with you, even in interactions of people that I've introduced you to. Straight yeah. away, you're like authentically yourself mm -hmm. and you'd listen and connect instantly. I think it's like a really, I don't know what to describe it. I think charisma, but also like... Yeah. yeah, I feel that hard with you. Absolutely. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. And that's, a, of course, what instantly drew me to you as well on that lunch that we had with 
Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> who, who said his name? Block out. But also, thank you for connecting us. <laughs> Look at what you've done. I know. What a beautiful friendship has blossomed from that. Yeah, and and just and just that day, and I was like, who is this chick? Where did she come from? <laughs> when can I see her again? Uh-huh. And how can we stay friends? Yeah, like, I mean, like was... the fact that we caught up when I was in America as well yes. was was awesome. But yes. then I think it's like one of those friendships where. I think there's just so many good friends that you have in your life that you realize came into your life for a reason. Mm. And you're one of them where it's just like, no matter how much time we ever spend apart, when we, when we get the chance to hang out, it's just like, honestly, I know it's like cliche, but like no time has passed, but honestly Mm. just feel like as connected as I ever was when we first Mm. like met that, that time where I was just like, you are going to be someone that's like important in my life. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely agree. And it's hard to come by. Yeah, the totally. The we get, the more I realize it's hard to come by those type of vibes and yeah. definitely attracting what you put out. Yeah. And we also always seem to attract each other right back at the right time. Yeah. But I also think it's like quality over quantity. Like I've started yeah. to realize that a lot with friendships as well. Whereas maybe when you're a bit younger and you kind of just thought like, you know, how many friends do I have? And like, how important is that? And mm-hmm. really when you grow up, it's like, I would rather have less friends that are like the best quality than spread yourself too thin anyway. Like that's just, no one wants that. (laughs) Exactly. And then you can pour from your full cup into their cups. There you go. I love that. And it's mutual. Absolutely. (laughs) So from here, I was thinking, okay, so I'm going to dive into three questions to start us off. Which I don't know these questions yet. So that's good. Don't know the questions. So it's just uh, finish the sentence. Okay. I like that. Number one. I like waking up every day and feeling like I'm doing something that's meaningful with my life. Deep. <laughs> I know. I got deep real quick. Yeah. Like, yep. I just feel like the fact that I wake up and I feel like I have a purpose mm-hmm. is something that makes me continue wanting to, like, mm-hmm. wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and has that has that post has that ever come from times of waking up and not feeling like hundred percent? Yeah, totally. Like, there's been times where I'm just like lose motivation, and I'm just like, where has that drive gone? Mm-hmm. And trying to like find that again is is yeah. Sometimes it can be really hard, but mm-hmm. that's something that I just feel like living. I mean, it, it could be even the smallest thing, like honestly waking up and being excited to like go to my local cafe and like get a coffee and go sit on the rocks, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. It doesn't have to be like super deep, like, oh my God, everything I do is for a purpose. Yeah, like I'm like today, I'm going to affect the world in this Yeah, way. exactly. Like, I feel like sometimes. that came on really strong. <laughs> like a marriage proposal on the first day. Today, I'm going to, I'm going to found another Change brand. the world. <laughs> but no, I think that like just giving, like, yeah, waking up every day and feeling like whether it's something small, like um, having a positive impact on like the people that I'm friends with or like the people that I work with, anything like that, just like. Yeah, mm. that's something that I like. Yeah. It genuinely brings me joy, feeling like I've kind of somehow found that. Mm. And I find it really cool with people that do wake up with that type of mindset. Mm. They seem to really realise the ripple effect that they have on other people because mm. giving joy to other people brings them joy. Yeah. So then, you know, all of us have had days, that yeah. days, weeks, months, years, where we've woken up and not felt that way. 100%. Woken up with an empty cup. Yeah. Not wanting to fill anyone else's yeah. up. But it makes us feel double as shitty. Totally. So I think being able to wake up and saying, okay, today – I am going to control what yeah. happens. 
I'm already on a trajectory as to how the day is going to turn out. Yeah. And everything else is a bonus. Yeah. And yeah. you just go out there. That's a, that's a great way to sum it up. It's a great mm. way to put it. Mm. Yeah. No, I feel Solid like first question. I like it. Yeah. You got straight in there. I really like that. <clears throat> okay. Next question. Yeah. I wish. I wish I didn't. I feel like, how do I sum this up? I feel like I wish I didn't have so many things that I wanted to do. Like that's something that I, I, I always hear they're saying like, like founders lack focus and it is something that I feel like I'm almost scared to be that founder that lacks that focus because I have so much creativity happening in my head where I see something and I'm like, Oh, I like get some inspiration from something and then I'm just like, how can I do, how can I do that? How can I adapt that? Mm. And it's almost coming to the point where like right now I feel like there's so many things that I could do and this business could be that it's just like, I wish that I had more ability to just be like, this is the one thing I have to execute on Mm. and just fucking focus on it. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's probably like, yeah. a roundabout way to sum it up but I wish I had more focus and you know what and I completely I completely hear you on that and I find it extremely funny that you've said that because in my uh on my mirror in my room and, yeah. and we'll look at it later yeah I have been having a similar feeling lately where I'd felt like I had all this cre- creativity yeah, yeah building up and I didn't have facets to share it in and I wanted to you know really put it out there grow or grow all this in the world all the time yeah yeah yeah. but because i wanted to do it all i couldn't even focus on one i know anything done yeah yeah and it was interesting because like i it was actually just podcast i was listening to today and they were saying about how founders will they'll get so like they'll work on something for such a long time that it almost becomes like numb to them where they're just like it's not yeah. exciting anymore because you're just like you're your own worst critic you look at it and you're just like yeah. like i've just spent so much time on this like it's not something that i like want to keep putting more time and investment into just like fucking get it out to the world like let's just you know see what other people think about it and then that it's that first time anyone else has ever seen it Mm. so it's just like it's it's coming to someone else with fresh eyes that thinks it's like amazing Mm. whereas for you just like it's all i've ever thought about for the last like you know Mm. year two years and the gloss wears off exactly 100 percent. whereas for someone else it's like Mm. it's the first time they've ever seen it so like they're excited you have Mm. to like then kind of try and like come back to that excitement that they're seeing Yep. And see, I think, and you know, just going into it from a business point of view, realizing how gnarly it can really be sometimes to stick something out until it actually I know. grows into fruition. Yeah. By the time you get it to market, if you're a founder, by the time you develop something, yeah. if you're an e-com, mm. by the time you actually get an idea off the ground with whatever project you're working on, the gloss has well and truly yeah, fucking worn off. Yeah. Like hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And then you launch it and then they say like, like you know you 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 find the next night nice shiny new thing and you try and like gravitate yeah. towards that but it's like this thing where it's like if you found oil keep digging like don't go yeah. to the next place to try and find more or like keep digging down and yeah. i just feel like maybe that's something that because we haven't quite found that all yet i feel like yeah. i'm just digging little holes everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like the backyard full of holes hoping for more oil yeah i'm like it'll be here somewhere i swear there's oil and then i might come back to this one and just keep digging for a little yeah. bit longer yeah. yeah yeah so i'm not sure if that was like the best answer to that question but yeah, yeah. i guess like i wish i had more focus i wish you wish you had more focus yeah and more so 
maybe even see lately and i don't to talk about platforms no plug here trello has yeah. literally been my best friend nice putting everything together in cards and lists yeah yeah and organizing teams yeah to help me how fucking good trello is one of those platforms that as soon as you stumble across it you're just like how did i function before this like it, like it is literally my brain <laughs> on board on board yeah 100 like, it's just it's yeah epic. we use it for all of our like our our app um development everything mm. that is ever a feature built changed is always always listed in trello it's trello and it's just like yeah, yeah it's great maybe we should hit them up for a sponsor with the pod yeah we should <laughs> trello <laughs> at lasso use our code <laughs> nat 10 <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, oh, don't even get to start talking about business because we will get into a yeah, whole trajectory I know, of, I know. of projects and project management and yeah. all the different arms and legs of it. Seriously, yeah, like, Trello. <laughs> Trello. <laughs> Lots of plugins. <clears throat> yeah. Jira. up. We'll change your life. <laughs> okay, so uh, no, that was a good one for I wish that. Yeah, I think that's he- I think that's really relatable. I don't know if that was going to be positive people. though. Like, I feel like I wish is like. I wish the world could be beautiful. <laughs> but I, it's not. I, I wish the world peace. And it's like, I wish I had yeah, more focus. Exactly. I feel like oh I'm like, what do they call those people that are like compete, competing in like beauty pageants? And it's just like, I just wish that all the hungry people could be fed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Jess comes out and says like, something completely like mind blowing differently. Focus, hey? <laughs> I wish I wasn't so fucking creative. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wasn't such a fucking genius. Can I just slow down with the business idea? <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Oh. I listened to a pod once, and you know, I might even um, pop the link. It was a TED talk, yeah. And it was just about procrastination yep. in correlation to creativity. There you go. It made me feel heaps better oh on the day because of my procrastination. Say, please tell me there's like a direct link between people that procrastinate and creativity. There is a direct link oh, between mate. the lobe in our brain that I can't remember if creative people are left or right lobe responsive, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's one or the two. Yeah. Okay. Link and it in the show notes. I will. Yeah, I yeah. will. And it's a direct correlation. And I was like, I knew it. I knew I was creative. Yeah. It's like the genius <laughs> test. We just like, I knew it. I already knew I was a genius. But thank you for validating this. Throw an online quiz. <laughs> and you, you walk in the office and you're like, I'm procrastinating today, today guys, because 100%. I'm in a creative mood. Yeah, just keep, keep those juices flowing. <laughs> okay, all right. Next question. Yes. Last question is, I wonder. Um, I wonder... I wonder, I wonder how many incredible businesses that pivot during this time will end up finding their better, mm. their better business model because of it. Yeah. I think, you know how like companies, some of the biggest companies in the world were built during the, like the toughest times. And I know everyone keeps like talking about that as like a mm. little, like, um, you know, some a silver lining yeah. in the current situation. But mm. I genuinely believe that there'll be <laughs> heaps of businesses that, pivoted during this time yeah. that ended up working out that it was actually the better business model because of it absolutely i wonder what companies will come out of the other end yeah and just the like you said the completely pivot of all the internal projects mm. of all the internal teams yeah how quickly can you change to respond to the market change yeah 100 percent. but then also you know Ben from Gymshark, for example, he goes, we used to work on a four-year basis, and now we work on a four-day basis. Bloody hell, isn't that crazy? Like, and, and also, like, about how, you know, we're very fortunate to be a generation of people that grew up with the internet, mm. and that's just, like, you know, second nature to us. But really, I think, like people have said, the internet only just came online now. Like, it only just 
really mm. happened because people that were resistant to it have now been forced to use it. Yeah. So like the amount of companies that are absolutely blowing up now, yeah. like Zoom, for example, yeah. it's like one of my girlfriends realized that she bought shares in Zoom like a year and a half ago. She realized. And someone was just like, well, fuck, you must be stoked. Your, your Zoom shares are just like going up a bunch. Yeah. She was just like, holy shit, I forgot I bought shares in Zoom. I was like, how do you forget something so significant when this company is like killing it now? It's like when you forget the $50 note in your pocket, but it's like oh, yes. 200 times Exactly. Better. It's just like, well, that's a bloody bonus, isn't it? But, no, yeah. I completely, I completely agree. And mm. I just think it really, it cuts out the bullshit as yeah. well. It really brings the, you know, the big cats to play. The ones that are agile, the ones that are new, fresh, yeah. able to respond quickly yeah. and able to put all these new processes in place. Yeah, and, 100%. and you see these massive brands collapse yeah. because they're not able to pivot. I know. You know they've Isn't got- it crazy? And it's also just like even, even seeing a lot of the industries that have been affected by it, that <clears throat> even seeing a lot of the industries that have been affected by it that don't have the chance to pivot either like yeah. airlines like you're fucked you can't travel like no like, like yeah, where are you like where are you gonna go what, what are they gonna, gonna do? do yeah yeah which yeah. is interesting because i've seen a lot of people saying like why are we why are we saving the airlines and it's like well do you realize that they're like budget airlines that if they go out of business like you're yeah. not gonna be able to get cheap flights like yeah. that directly affects you yeah like it's it's just this weird thing where it's just like if they fall over like it it's, a, it's that ripple effect where it's gonna mm-hmm. like Anyway, we could go dive. We could dive down that rabbit hole and go we deep into it. dive down that deep hole. But just that you're exactly right. The ripple effects yeah. that it has is crazy. Yeah. And it cha- the, world, the world's already changed. We yeah. say changing, but it's yeah. changed. I like how Airbnb came out of, I think it was like, fuck, don't quote me on this. If this is wrong, then don't include it in the pod. But like the Great Recession, I'm pretty sure Airbnb came out of that because people were just like, we need to make extra money. No, you're right. You're right. That's when it happened. Yeah. Well, yeah. They were just like, well, there's a spare bedroom. Yeah we would never usually think about renting yeah. that to a stranger, but now when we mm-hmm. need money, we'll do it. Yep. And air from Airbnb came because it was air mattresses. Yeah. No, how that's, good is that? Oh, yeah. that, that po- I've listened to like every podcast that Brian Tesk has ever been on. Like every time I see a podcast that has like him interviewed, I'm just like, it's another piece of information where I'm just like, this is fucking awesome. Like mm. they literally sold cereal boxes to get over this period where they almost like ran, mm. ran out of money. Yeah. And it was during the election. They sold like, Obama O's and like Captain Crunch cereal to get like 20k funding mm. to like tie them over yeah. it's just like yeah it's just like that like I mean it's it's not necessarily like a pivot but it's like a way of being resilient and making money where you wouldn't usually fucking sell cereal and make money like that but yeah. I think a lot of people will they'll they'll strive in this environment where it'll be like it'll show how passionate people would actually make that problem yeah. like end up being something that exists to solve it because it's just like i think a lot of people that get into business because they're just like well like let's just give it a crack when it gets to this time when it's like fucking so tough it's like there's so many easy options out and and it'll be like the ones that come out the other side that are like the ones that actually really give a fuck about it and yeah i think it'll just like show a lot of great founders and a lot of great companies that come out of the other end yeah exactly and it's grit and it's, and it's and it's not all it's not all nice it's hard and mm. it's not i mean no one could have seen this but this yeah. is yeah 
it's interesting times yeah. <laughs> but it's just interesting you know when you see so this has come on more more quickly than others but it's not unprecedented in the way of you know netflix came netflix came through and yeah and blockbusters didn't go out you know because they weren't in direct correlation with netflix they came out because they weren't open to the streaming side of things do you know there was a chance for blockbuster to acquire netflix and they didn't and they didn't they didn't it was the i remember um yeah listening to that pod and then they mentioned the particular name of the ceo at the time and yeah made the decision and it's man what a decision that would haunt you for the rest of your life <laughs> he's in a hidey hole now somewhere. yeah you're just like oh whoops <laughs> missed out on that one well, you know, from Netflix, everywhere from Uber coming through and the, you know, the whole, mm. the whole taxi, the whole taxi scenario. Yeah, not, yeah. Not so up with like the black limousines and... Yeah, exactly. And now it's come through and it's gone through the internet. Yeah. I think that's one thing as well that I need to learn to be more patient with because there's so many businesses when you like listen to these awesome podcasts and you hear about what they first were and nothing like they ever first were. Like Twitter started off as like a blog post page mm. and now it's like totally different. And I think I just have to be yeah. like... Uh, yeah, I think patience is something that I just need to learn to embrace a little bit more where it's just like what we are doing right now is probably not going to be what ends up being the thing that mm. in like 10 years' time everyone's just like, oh, and now everyone knows about this company and it's like an overnight success. Like you see all these companies that all of a sudden blew up but you look at when they were actually founded and it was like fucking 10 years ago. Mm. It's just like they've been grinding for like 10 years yeah. and now everyone's just like something happens to immediately like have them blow up and now everyone knows about them. But yeah. like pretty crazy how long like founders stick at it with business models that change and adapt Mm. to actually finally get the thing that is in. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think maybe it happens more in technology than e-commerce? Like like, we should probably give some context that you and I live in very different worlds when it comes to business. Like I don't know anything about e-commerce at all. I don't know too much about software. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's just like technology businesses uh, and uh, e-commerce businesses are very, very different. Mm. Like, similar worlds of business but we we live in different worlds we really do and i guess it's like it's it's having to keep up it's you know where because we're on shopify plus so we're we're on the shopify platform and they are forever evolving even like where we yeah. spoke the other day from codeless customization so the huge boom yeah. in silicon valley yeah the new code no code the no new code the, <laughs> the no code movement the no the no code movement coming out you know giving shopify a run for its money yeah and shopify again is another founded platform which is housing a whole lot of us guys yeah but another founded platform that's having to keep up evolve constantly every day and you don't tell the market the market tells you yeah so yeah i think that's one of the biggest challenges is Mm. saying well no i can't be biased because the data and the market tells me what to do and having the ability inside to leave your ego at the door leave your bias at the door yeah say i'm here to serve yeah the goodness of the consumers in this particular industry and Mm. i think that side of it is similar in both you know software and e-commerce definitely but it's just you know how quickly can you do it how much of a team leader are you yeah and what support have you created around you to be able to lead that movement yeah yeah and i think it's also about like it's even just hard to try and find out like who your customers are. Like yeah. that's one thing as well, where like for, I guess with us, we kind of have like this two sided marketplace where we have customers that are, pe- that are just like regular people that are foodies discovering cafes and restaurants, places to eat. But then mm-hmm. we work with the restaurants very closely. And it's kind of like, that's been the biggest challenge with us is like, who is our actual main customer? Mm-hmm. Like, is it the restaurants or is it the people discovering those restaurants? Yeah. So 
Like, is it B to B or B to C? Yeah. And it's completely it, different models. Totally. And then, then someone was like, well, I guess you're B to B to C. And I'm like, well, yeah, we, we are. We're, we're all of them. Yeah. And that's what's hard is I think, like, again, like finding that focus where it's just like mm. being a solo founder, like how do you even prioritize which customer base to focus on first? Like that's what I've struggled with. Like mm. yeah. it's really hard to think about like who are you building this platform for when it takes two of the sides of the market to build the platform. Yeah. But yeah, hundred percent. Like, like I think it's something that I can hand on my heart say I've struggled with. Yeah, absolutely. And I know exactly what you mean when you when you like you got the data, mm. but then you're buried in a sea of data, and you don't yeah. know where to look first, where to put the glass on. Totally, too much, to too much information to zoom into. I'm, yeah. you know, I mean, lately I've just been throwing a lot of shit at the wall and seeing what sticks with with Mr. Pullman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, it's it's your highest it's your highest converting, of course, audience that you start with first. Mm, yeah. To build a framework and then yeah. you start working your way up through that and seeing like what what other pickle can I throw and see what sticks with the audience. Yeah. But it's just literally a, because you look at it and you go, I want to do all of this. Yeah. But then you go back into the same question that we're talking about before you dig all these holes. I know. And you don't funnel down on one of them. I know. And I think I'm like I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to this where I think that like because I'm so similar to like the person that I see being the target audience to this because I could pretty much build a platform mm. that I wanted to exist. Yeah. I just like pretty much like I am the persona that I'm trying to target. Mm. So I forget that there's like so many other different people that could nothing use like this, you. That, that are nothing like me. Yeah. So I think that's where I'm just like – like it's hard to find that and like like you said you're just throwing things to the wind yeah. hoping that one sticks yeah. and that's just like that's just marketing <laughs> it's just like oh like I remember we worked with one client where it's just like I think I was telling you about this where it was just like a website there's this page uh this business called um insta page where you can like spin up different landing pages and see which one converts the best mm-hmm. and I remember it was the honestly the worst in like the worst landing page I I could have ever built it mm. and it was the one that converted the highest and I was yeah. just like what the fuck and if you like, laid them all out in front of you you would have you would be like kill that one, one. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like yeah. that's the one that dies yeah and it was the one that converted the highest and I was yeah. just like maybe I maybe I'm seeing this in like the wrong light yeah and that's what I found was really interesting is that the data tells you mm. always like 100 percent. yeah yeah you have to come at it with like totally like no bias that's why I think it's good that a lot of the marketing that we do is like you can see the data behind it. Mm. Otherwise, you'd just be like, well, this one clearly is going to be the best. Yeah. And then it's like, not. And then you're completely wrong because you're biased to yourself. 100%. Yeah. 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 No, it's super interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, just like, I completely agree with you wonder how all these brands are going to pivot and who's going to come out the yeah. strongest on the other side. Yeah. Like, It'll be very exciting times of business ahead. Yeah. There'll be companies that were just like, you couldn't have even fathomed them being yeah. something that could have been like mm. existing in the world like mm. how people used to think like saying like how crazy the concept of airbnb is yeah but now it's just like it's so normal yeah absolutely and you know i saw stats the other day of you know on- online shopping just on shopify stores alone are up 78 percent i'm not surprised hey everyone's like everyone's gonna like tighten their budget it's just like well no because now they're not going out and spending money at restaurants and they're not going out and spending yeah. money at nightclubs and like yeah. you know all these things that they used to spend money on now they're just like buying things online I 100% have bought more online than I, like, have usually because I'm just, yeah. like, I've got disposable income now that I would usually spend on, like, fucking avocado on toast at cafes. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'll, of course I'm going to, like, shop online when I'm bored and just 
looking through. And also it's cheaper now to advertise than it ever has been before because yeah. of all these huge brands that usually have like advertising budgets. Like for example, think about like Eventbrite, mm. which is like there's no need for them to advertise because there's no events happening. Yeah. So these huge companies that pull their budgets, mm. that now it's like you are going to get more conversion online now yeah. through Facebook ads and Instagram ads than you ever will before yeah. at a cheaper price. Yeah. Cost to entry is super low. Like, yeah. And if you know how to, even if you don't know how to grasp it, I've been teaching myself Facebook ads manager lately before I handed yeah. off to my team. Like I was telling yeah, you. Yeah. And I, yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's super easy. Just when you listen to a few, bo- a few pods, self-educate, mm. you realize how low the cost to entry is at the yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. And also um, Facebook, created this awesome resource called blueprint which is like they want you to spend money on their platform and it's pretty much like uh you know uh, mm. it, it is just a course it's a course it's like doing a degree in facebook ads well that's where i saw that the whole of facebook you know uh took took all of their teams away from marketplaces away from all totally. of these projects that they were working on yeah put them more towards live stream yeah uh that exactly blueprint, blueprint trajectory yeah. to help people spend money to take to give them free classes exactly on how they can spend their money yeah. and create ads and, and it was awesome because like i think i can't remember what their number is but if you're a business that spends over like i think it's like twenty thousand dollars a month or something on facebook ads they'll mm-hmm. they'll give you like a call with their facebook rep yeah and i had one of those calls and it was like it's like getting a bloody like gold ticket at charlie and chocolate factory like i was like i can't leave them a facebook call with a facebook representative but yeah it's it, it's in their best interest. Like, why would they not want to mm. educate you on how to maximize your money? Because you're going to be like stoked about it and then spend more money. Well, that's exactly right. At the end of the day, they've got execs and shareholders that they need to answer to as well to yeah. meet their bottom dollar, to meet their budgets and bottom lines. Yeah, just the same as any of these other brands. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yeah, and again. It, I like how we come full circle. It mm. comes back to our point of we wonder who can pivot quickly yeah. in the situation of who comes out on top. And they fucking deserve to come out on top. Yeah. You know, people say, you know, online is um, – all of online is not the way, bricks and mortar. Mm. But can you imagine what you're doing to, you know, the old way of shopping? They fucking deserve to be up the top if they've scrummaged their way through mm-hmm. a crisis like this, yeah. being able to adapt and produce and deliver to their consumers. That's yeah. epic. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah. yeah, it's a very interesting time. And people that are listening to this, like when maybe they, you know, this is like all of thing in the past. Yeah. It's still like a, we've obviously very present in it still. Yeah. But it'll be something that I think a lot of silver linings come out the other end of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely a good time for prospecting as well because everyone's in the middle of making those new shopping habits right now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like trying, yeah, trying things that they probably wouldn't have tried before yeah. and like just, to, yeah, I think people are just thinking differently and they will like, like I keep hearing people say like the new normal and it yeah. totally will be. It's like, like what's going to come after this would be like the new normal. Yeah. Like you had your pre-COVID, you know, everyone pivoted really quickly. <laughs> yeah. But we're about to emerge into yeah. the new world. Yeah. Post-COVID. Yeah. Like, like for, yeah, totally. For us, like people were saying, I have read, been reading a few articles about saying that some like menus like will not be able to be used after this. Like mm. restaurants will be like banned having menus. And it's just like, well, that's obviously very relevant for us with our visual menus. But then mm. there's some restaurant owners that are like one for an example i was talking to a restaurant owner today and he was saying that he's trying to lobby against that and to say that like physical menus should still be a thing i'm like like this just shows how not innovative this industry is and i'm working in like i bloody love it i love hospitality and it's like what what got me to where i am today but fuck it's a hard industry to sell to when people are just like just not open to change it really is just 
it's one of those industries. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. it's kind of these people that try to, you know, pedal it backwards. Like, yeah. who the fuck are you? You don't tell the market. The market tells you where yeah. they're heading and you respond. I'm like, hey, we have this awesome platform that can, like, help you during this time. They're just like, yeah. now we're actually lobbying to get, like, physical menus back. I'm just like, mm. ugh. Absolutely. <laughs> See? Absolutely. And that's, you know, through Eatsy. And, I mean, yeah. um, you know, through Mr. Pullman, the backlash that we've gotten from pool shops around Australia, you know, mm. how dare you, all the rest of it. And I just come back to, again, the people who come out on top deserve to be on top because yeah. they've adapted. Exactly. And they've yeah. given the market what they want. Yeah. Right? And every single one of those pool companies will be thinking now, like, fuck, why did we go online sooner? Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And the market shares are already, you know, taken up if we continue to do our job right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Mm. Should we dive into this game? Yeah, we should. So we're going to, uh, we're going to share a card game, like we said at the start of the pod, uh, and it's called We're Not Really Strangers, if you wanted to look it up. So it's a card game. It's got three stages. um, So it's made to be able to connect on a deep level and ask some questions and you can ask it with a stranger or you can work it with your friends Mm. as well. So I don't know if you'd like to have the balls to just be like, go up to a stranger and be like, hi, can I ask you a question? We, we would do something I like that. I would, hey. I honestly would. We should just do it one day and film it. We should do something. I would. Yeah. Okay. Done. Yeah, I actually would. Done. Let's go to Maroubra Beach and do yeah, it and set yeah. up two chairs and then just ask people if <gasps> they'd like God, to yes, sit down. My God, yes. Like a video on their website. Yeah. We should recreate that. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Guys, check out the video on their website. It's like all the feels behind mm-hmm. it very very well captured yeah. and it's two strangers sitting down just asking each other these questions and it's yeah. so like yeah it's deep mm-hmm. makes you wonder like why when you go into elevators people you don't talk to them like yeah. when you're in like intimate environments like that and you're just like why am i not speaking to this mm-hmm. person right now like, we are all human yeah like why aren't we just like being open and like chatting to each other yeah absolutely i'm the person that starts reading conversations depending on the mood that i'm in in the day oh but i always yeah. have a better day when i'm able to connect with strangers yeah do you know what when i was in i spent like six months living in san francisco last year and when i was mm. there it was like every uber i got into was like this exciting moment of being able to like meet someone new and like just talk to them because it's like well you're trapped in this car as much as i am for the next half an hour so we may as well fucking chat may as well get to know each other's life stories yeah, i met yeah. some of the most incredible people in ubers and then uber had uber pool which like they didn't have in newcastle when mm. when i was like like first left and i was like someone got into my uber one day and i was just like what is happening right now like i'm sorry you're in my uber and he was just like uh oh, you're doing uber pool like People jump into the car with you. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is so cool. Oh, like, oh, that's what happens here. That's why I'm only paying like $3 for a ride instead of 10 <laughs> Jess is like, this is right up my alley. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm right here. Every ride. I was just like, who am I going to meet today? It was awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the exact same. Yeah. Strangers. Yeah. yeah. If anyone, if anyone's going to get some cheap rides, do Uber pool and meet some new people and like, just start chatting. Did you know that the creator of We're Not Really Strangers, she's, you know, our age, mid, mid twenties or so in late 20s and she started this from she'd take her camera um i believe she lives in america down to a local park yeah. and she would offer to take photos of people it's oh, a conversation cool. starter in new york yep and she actually she got her heartbreaker when she was 16 mm. so her point of conversation was their first heartbreak because oh, she wanted goodness. to yeah she wanted to start conversations up about that oh. 
She noticed. Wow. Yeah. We should reach out to her. We should. We really should. Yeah. She's very similar to us in yeah. the way of wanting to connect. Yeah. And then she made We're Not Really Strangers. What a, what a great idea. Yeah. Honestly. Like when you showed it to me, I was like, how have I not heard about this game before? Yeah. It was like me to a T. Yeah. I love it. I'm well, excited to dive into it. Shall we? Shall we? Yes. So. This is level one. This is this is level one. Okay. So these are more basic questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, that we can that we can ask each other. This is the first one that I've drawn. Okay. What subject do you think I thrived in at school? Did I fail any? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is great. So um, fuck. Okay. I think that you did. You do. Did you do well in English? Yep. Okay. Advanced English. Yeah, fucking yes. I got it. And did you, did you, did you fail maths? Yep. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> how do you know that? Because, do you know how? how? Because I did advanced English and I failed maths. <laughs> Just because we've got the same, same person. personality. So if, yeah. if you guys should actually know that Jess and I both took the personality test. Yeah, the Six, Myers-Briggs one. Yeah. yeah, 16 personalities. Yeah. And we both came out the other side as the exact same and personality. Yeah. And we're both Aries as well. And so we're, we're just like, and we're both blonde and business and yeah. <laughs> young and yeah. yeah. And, and all the other aspects. So and you can see why this guy became a third wheel pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> We've found our lesbian lovers. I can't believe that. Advanced yeah. English and failed math. There you go. Yeah. It's a good one. And it's just, and I've, um, are you also open about the way how you're not very good at numbers? Yeah, 100%. I'm just like, I yeah. fucking suck at math. Yeah. <laughs> My brother used to play this game where he'd like, He'd just be like, all right, Jess, what's eight times 12? And I'd just be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, Leave me alone. I don't fucking know. Counting on my fingers. Oh, oh my definitely. God. And I think it's really cool. You've got that like complete self-awareness and you're yeah. like, yeah, like, um, like I don't necessarily enjoy writing. No. Like I won't sit down and write a book, but I yeah. know I'm very capable of doing it. Yeah. Like, much as yourself. Yeah. But then give me a spreadsheet. Oh, mate. I will get my head around it if I put my if I put my put mind, mind to it, it. Yeah, but just it's not my jam. No, it's not one of those things that's <laughs> gonna make you want to wake <laughs> up in the morning and feel like you've got a fucking purpose in life. No, exactly. Oh, like I love how we're exactly the same with that. That's a good question. I like I like that. that was Do a you great... know what's the girl's name that founded this business? Do you know what her name is? <sighs> not off the top of my I'm head. I'm gonna give a real good shout out to this. I already love it. And study card number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you you pick a card number one. For me. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's satisfying. All right. Card for you. Okay, dear. All right. Wild card. Ask and answer the next question in a different accent, both players. So ask and answer the next question in a different accent, both players. Fuck, I'm not good at accent games. So we both have to answer the question, but in a different accent. Well, you're obviously going to go Hungarian. No, Hungarians have a fucking accent, I swear. Do you think I'm usually early, on time, or late to events? Explain. I think you're normally on time. That was the most Australian accent I've ever heard. (laughs) 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 So, two events. (laughs) I I would I would gather (laughs) that uh, you are normally on time. 
So, is this German? <laughs> is that what oh, you're trying it right now? German. <laughs> German, you uh, speak a different language altogether. So, I think we're going with more French. Oh, French. This is French. <laughs> my, my lord. So, explain why you think I'm usually on time. So, you are usually... <laughs> I'm going to go back to Australia now. <laughs> yes, for sounding very Aussie again. <laughs> I think, oh, okay, all right, no, this feels better. I can talk again now. Yeah. Um, I think, so with, with yourself. Whenever, okay, drop the accent, guys. We're <laughs> on with Australian again. Whenever, uh, whenever we've hung out, you've always been on time. And even today, before you showed up, you said, hey, I'm just letting you know, you know, I'm 12 minutes late. <laughs> Whereas myself, I actually have the people around me that know that I'm always late. Okay, so you just, you just help me answer that question. So you're – what's the accent I'm going to do? Um, so I think – always late. Yeah, so are you always late? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I think that I, I – I'm flexible where I'm like, mm-hmm. if someone's late, they give me a heads up. I'm like, that's fucking fine. Like, yep. life happens. That's totally cool. Yeah. But I hate it when people don't tell you. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, like, there was a client that I had for a while where I'm not exaggerating. We worked with this client for like a year and not one meeting ever were they on time. And it was honestly, they'd be like an hour late. Like the, the length of the meeting that the, the meeting should have gone for, they'd be that in lateness. Mm-hmm. And it just got to the point where I was just like, why is your time more valuable than ours? Yeah. Like I was booking two hour time slots to meet with this client. So I knew they'd be an hour late. Mm. And it was just like, I think it just showed me like who I don't want to be as a person. Absolutely. It's just like, sure. It's like fine if you're not on time and mm. you can't like shit happens. Like I got stuck in 20 minutes of traffic. So like, I can't change that, but like yeah. just give people the heads up. It's like, it's the least you can do. So yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's something like you would totally like be respectful of that. Yeah. I need to add some more context to this now. <laughs> Are I'm, you that shit person? <laughs> I'm always late and I'm disrespectful. I don't care about anyone's time. Of of um, I think with, with me personally, I'm late. Yeah. So personally, whether I'm turning up to F45, which it, it frustrates me just as much as it frustrates the trainer. But I think it's just, I think it's habitual. You're like, guys, I don't want to be like this either. <laughs> guys, I'm sorry that I'm walking in on the first class, like on, on, on the first exercise. Like, um, and I, yeah, and I don't want to change. You want me to change, but what are we going to do? Just accept it. <laughs> what are we going to do? This is my habit. Like, and it really, and it really is for some reason, I always push it to the, I always push the envelope to the edge. And if I'm running early, I'll always fit in something else to do before I'm I like, get. Sweet, I got five minutes that I wouldn't usually have. So yeah, I have a protein shake and then be late again. Yeah, rather. Well, <laughs> oh, that's exactly right, and I'm not kidding. That's my line of thinking. But with with business, I'm always on time. Right. Because I find it just it's just that mutual respect, that mutual yeah. business respect that you have. Um, I'm hoping that my friends are more understanding. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? It's totally like, it's kind of like a side note, but still relevant to this. Do you feel like in business, you're someone that like is always the person that says like, when are you available? Like let's book something around your schedule. I don't know why, but I've always put myself as the person that's going to be the flexible person around someone else's schedule. Even if it's them trying to book a time with me, like even right. if someone's cold call reached out to me, right. I'm like, when suits you best? Right. Maybe that's something I kind of work on. See, that's something. And I think that could be something that you could, possibly work on because and the only reason why i say this is the context behind it is i used to be the same way yeah and then i started looking at as soon as we started organizing a meet and instantly get out my calendar 
I'm free around 10 a.m. on Monday. Does that time suit you? That's good. And then it's always, it's always does that time suit you? Yeah. There's always a slot for them to say no. Yeah. Um, but I has found, have found that has really helped me personally. Yeah. Rather than being flexible to them. Yeah. Another little thing that another tool that not sponsored, but wish it was (laughs) that I live by Calendly. Like I have this link now where I'll send them where it's just like, he, it just connects to my Google Calendar mm. and you just put in your availabilities. And then as soon as someone books, books a spot, it's obviously like not available for someone else to book. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, here's my calendar link. That's just book cool. a time when, when it suits you best. Yeah. So that's probably like something that I just need to use more yeah. to be like, okay, here's when I'm available. Yeah. But then I like book random things that I don't put in my calendar and I'm like, then I double book myself. Right. Because then it's not Bible to yeah. Calendly sort of thing. Yeah. See, I'm just all about Google Calendar, Zoom yeah. Hangouts. And we put this podcast in our calendar because I was like, I'm, I just, I need it there. It's, it's just got to be there. Yeah. When you ask, you go, can yeah. you send the invite? Yes, I sure can. <clears throat> yeah. Like, but I think, um, see, me, myself, I really actually respect people that have Calendly. And do you want to know the reason why? Why? I'm not productive to talk at all times of the day. Yeah, okay. I, I'm getting better lately where mm. I will have um, afternoon and PM meetings. Yeah, and okay. I'm th- I can bring the same amount of charisma to the table. Yeah. But I'm a morning girl. That's so interesting. Yeah. See, I, like, consciously book afternoon meetings. So I'm like, I know when I wake up in the morning, like, I mean, maybe just because I've fallen into, like, a very a very flexible routine during isolation <laughs> where I'm like, I'll go get a coffee and I'll mm. sit and watch the surface until I decide to start my day. Yep. Sometimes I'll start at 9, sometimes I'll start at 10. And there's, there's beauty behind that. Yeah. Because, you know, take it from someone that has been in a regime yeah. and, you know, our personalities, like we spoke about, we appreciate freedom. Yeah, And as, as much as structure and regime is good for us, we also don't appreciate when our freedom is taken away yeah. and that's the ability to be able to make our own decisions on our schedule. And it's like, when will we ever get this time again where the whole world is just kind of like paused? Yeah. Where it's like, no one's like, it's funny when you say to people now, it's like, when are you free? It's just like, well, I'm fucking free all the time. Like, <laughs> when do you want to book a time? I'm always free. I'm just, just going to be around. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be hanging out at home like I have been for the last six weeks. <laughs> that actually, that leads me into a question. When when did you know that you were entrepreneurial for the life that you didn't like being told what to do? Oh, that's a good that's a great question. I I started my first ever business when I was like I think I was like sixteen years old and I started selling I used to make like raw cakes and, and I started making these like protein balls that mm-hmm. were made out of like dates and cashews and cacao and the things that are like superfoods now but this is before like protein balls were a thing mm-hmm. and uh, like I'm 27 now so it was like over 10 years ago yeah. and uh, I just made them because I thought it was cool and I enjoyed doing it and I started selling them at the anytime fitness gyms and their vending machines yeah and I didn't even think twice about it it was just like something I was like this is cool I'm gonna sell it mm-hmm. and then I turned something that I loved into something that I hated because it was just like me in a kitchen mm-hmm. Rolling protein balls that no one cared to pay $4 for. Did you start for. to resent it? Uh, yeah, I resented it 100%. People yeah. were just like, why am I paying $4 for this? And it's like, well, it's made out of like superfood ingredients. And like, obviously that's normal now, but that wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. So that was kind of like my first business venture. But, but very business minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think um, it was it was probably like when I had my last job in hospitality where I worked for someone that was just like the most terrible boss ever. Like it was the moment where I realized I didn't ever want to work in hospitality ever again. And it was this moment where I was just like, holy shit, like this is, this is all I've ever known in my life. Like I've only ever known hospitality. So Mm -hmm. like, what am I going to do now that I don't want to work in this industry anymore? Mm -hmm. And I just kind of 
yeah, just that was when I was like 20 years old and started, just started like questioning everything. Like what was I going to do if that wasn't like what I, like I thought I was going to start up a cafe or a restaurant or something like that one. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't gone to university, hadn't done any of that. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was like, well, I just didn't know anything else. (laughs) So I think it was kind of something that I just fell into because it just so organically happened. I wasn't someone like set out for entrepreneurship from like the moment I was born. And I think it kind of was just like always second nature, but without me even realizing it. Yeah. But in saying that as well, like there's a lot of people that get into business at a later stage of life where they've worked for other people and Mm -hmm. have had other bosses that they can have as mentors and they've learned experience off someone else's expense, Mm -hmm. Um, which I wish I had. Like there you go. There's another answer to that question before with, I wish, I wish I had of, been able to work for someone else mm-hmm. and make mistakes on someone else's budget right. because now I make mistakes on mine and it sucks and it because you're just like fuck it fucking hurts yeah exactly whereas like no one to blame yeah no one to blame but yourself but you have to try it it's all trial and error and you just never yeah. know what's going to work and yeah. I think that it's something that I just wish I also had yeah. a boss that I could have had as a mentor because yeah. I look at my advisors so highly like they've helped me so much throughout things that I'm just like oh, I have no idea what to do in this situation yeah and it's been you know, huge having those people that have been there, done that, mm. and can give you advice around things that you just couldn't even have, like, you wouldn't even know what question to ask because you would never have seen yourself in that situation. Yeah. And I just wish I had more experience where mm. I could have learned on someone else's yeah. money. And I find that, and time. You know, and I find that really interesting. Two things is mm. that you have always been around food. Yeah, it's always been, right? it's always been around, yeah. So it's always been hospitality mm. related. And I find that quite interesting that that's um, been a poignant you know, stepping stone as to what has eventuated just yeah. goes to show how our teens, late teens, early twenties are so crucial in the way. And, totally. and, and not saying that we can't change the direction yeah. at any time, yeah. but just the way that we're wired and our brain is learning through those crucial stages, yeah. stages we tend to apply that to totally. our practices later on in life. And I had this awesome advice where it was just like, just keep trying new things because yeah. you just have no idea like how dynamic you can be as an individual where yes. you'd just be like, I had no idea that, you know, let's say for example, you decide to start like learning how to code. Yep. You have no idea that you could have ever even enjoyed that until you tried it. Absolutely. And it's just like, just keep trying random new things. Like mm-hmm. it's actually great advice where it was just like, um, one of my investors, he's got this amazing podcast, speaking of startups. And he was saying about how for him, he just taught himself like how to do everything in his business where he was just like he'd meet these people that were like let's say for example journalists or photographers but it'd be like these people are like got this this amazing skill but they're not anyone that I think is like necessarily smarter than me like yeah like this they're certainly like people that I consider on the same the same level as me so like why can't I teach myself this skill too yeah I was like that's interesting like when you meet people that you think just like absolutely excel at what they do it's like do you think that they're like on the level of like more genius than you that they're doing something that you couldn't possibly learn how to do probably not even elon musk has said himself that he's not a genius in (laughs) any way shape or form he just has the ability to be able to say he's going to do something and put his mind yeah do it like it's yeah it's literally just it's so much easier said than done yeah 100 and i think it's also like yeah it's the people that you meet that get you to those places and it's like it's it's just it somehow falls into place yes and and it looks like it was a nice like i said an overnight success and it wasn't yes it was like 10 years of those those paths leading to the same direction yes but yeah it definitely it, it helped me think differently about that where I was like I see people I'm just like fuck you're so smart like how do you know how to do that so well and it's just mm-hmm. like well I just done it for a long time yeah 
and and and, and there's a lot of self-awareness and self-development that go, and psychology that goes on behind the closed doors yeah you know, yeah totally you know because you're growing all day yeah you have probably second guessing pains. themselves all the time as well and absolutely yeah seeing yeah. everyone else that does the same thing that they do but better yeah there's so much of that that goes yeah, on absolutely yeah and i find i find it really interesting is that humans so mm. you know sapiens homo sapiens are the only animals that are able to create reality rather than just react to it yeah that's interesting yeah and it is it's just like you create yeah you do you create you create your i guess like so so deep you create your destiny you do if you're gonna say if you're gonna wake up every day and say that you're miserable Mm. you're gonna be bloody miserable yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah it's just the way it's gonna be and it's just like i remember one time another podcast I listened to um impact theory by Tom Bilyeu and he was just mm. saying about how these like studies that were done about people that just the, the chemical reaction that smiling has yeah and I remember like I was listening to it on the, on the way to work one morning when I was feeling like fucking miserable and I was just like I'm so not motivated today and he was saying just force yourself to smile yeah. and it will actually change your mood yeah. I remember sitting there in the car just smiling to myself <laughs> to yourself and all of a sudden I was just like why, why does this work why yeah. is this working right now and it's yeah. because your your mind is actually telling your body what to do it's not the other way around it's not like your body saying mm. I'm, I'm gonna smile and now I'm happy yeah it's the other way around and I was yeah. just like well shit there's there's everything I ever knew out the window because yeah. that's that's so powerful well that's exactly right and you know you react to your environment yeah and the thing in the middle there is you are the processor yeah. of your environment because yeah. again we have the ability to create it rather than just react to it yeah and you know when we actually take control of that and say I am the way I am because of me and not because of this or that yeah it's extremely powerful and it can be applied to any stage of the day at any stage of life yeah 100 percent. whether yeah. it's personal business or of all of the above we yeah. are 100 you're the person that's like in control of that destiny yeah yeah god we got deep that that got deep number two yeah <laughs> but no you completely you know you completely you completely we're only on the stage one level <laughs> one perception i know level one we still have to do level two we've still three, got two more then, levels to get deeper and then, and then i've got just quickly eight eight more fireside questions to you know oh my god how are we wrap it up with so let's <laughs> We'll move into number two. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pick randomly from the... From the packet. Okay. So hmm. this is a question. What do you crave more of? 100% deeper connection, especially as of late. Like there was this one podcast by Jay Shetty that was about conversations and small talk and how it's just like... like just questions that can help you go deeper and this is where it got me bloody started on all like all of all of this game right now as well like feeling yeah. so connected to it when you told me about it because I was just like I have been craving deeper conversation with my family like specifically actually like that that is something that I realized where I was like I have like very real deep conversations with my friends I've always been someone that just naturally can open up yeah and I realized I have like beautiful family that means so much to me that I don't know enough about on a deeper level yeah and I was just like well how can I how can I do something about this Mm -hmm. so yeah that's definitely something I crave I just want I want to scratch past the surface Mm -hmm. with people because I just don't want to I don't want to I don't want to be that person that came into their life and was just like you just don't remember who I am because yeah. we didn't ever like connect. Yeah. Just want like I crave connection. Yeah. And it's really nice when you can leave them better than you found them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually I saw that. I saw a post about that on Instagram the other day and I was like, that's so such a nice way to sum it up. It's just like leave, 
the world a better place than what you found it leave people in a better place than what you found them yeah all those absolutely yeah impactful yeah i like that i really like <clears throat> yeah and w- see and with you craving more um connection with your family how are you doing that um well i i propose the idea that when we spend time together we think of a question that engages more of a deeper conversation mm-hmm. and we just bring it to the table when we have dinner where it's just like there was one example in the podcast that was like, if time and money wasn't a factor, what would you be doing in your life? Mm. And then with everything happening with COVID, we have been having like quite a few FaceTime calls mm-hmm. and uh, we just like, like I just, I asked that and I was just like, I'm just curious to know like of my two brothers and my mom and um, people that I am so, you know, so connected with them, my family, mm-hmm. I have no idea the answer to that question. Yeah. And it was cool. It was just interesting to hear about it and what they had to say about it. And it was like, this game is a hundred percent like mm. in, in line with that, where it's just like, you could ask things to people that you yeah. would consider to be someone so close to you, but you yeah. just have no idea about that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny you say that. Cause I feel, I feel the similar way with my family at the moment, yeah. especially my dad, Yeah, you know, someone so poignant in my life, but I really actually know nothing about him apart from business. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty like confronting to think about that and then Mm. what you're going to do about it, which is like, that's that next step. It's just like, could you play something? This is a great, this is a great game if you're trying to open up to people. Like definitely like sure we can go sit in a park and do do it with strangers. That'd be fucking awesome. But (laughs) I think it's like challenge yourself to do it with people that you're like so close with, but also like, have just never been vulnerable with yeah and you can and you can come come curious and yeah and leave and it says that i love that it says on the thing come curious yeah and leave Make leave cool. come curious and leave connected love that yeah yeah so all right question number two for right. you what are we gonna get here do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as oh, oh, oh. that's a fucking great question <sighs> What a great question. Only the people that are close around me in my circle or that or my team that <clears> I work with. And the reason why I say that is because growing up in high school, I was in the popular group. Yeah. But I always wanted to nerd out. And I think ever since being in the e-com space for a few years now, I've really been able to collaborate with people that – exactly like yourself yeah um that do want to connect on a deeper level and want to have those intellectual conversations yeah and i think the way that i portray myself sometimes you know whether it be social media or whether it be first impressions yeah i've even asked good friends for feedback on on what their first impression was of me and it was completely different as to how i tend to carry myself when you really get to know me yeah and you know what's so interesting about that i i remember someone told me one day and i was like fuck this hit me so hard you'll have people in your life that will only ever meet you once. And that impression that you gave them at that time is what they're going to think about you for the rest of their lives. And it's just like, how crazy is that? Like you'll never get the opportunity to change that. Yeah. And you have, you probably have a hundred different people that you could be to other people. Mm. Like who you are yeah. is perceived as like a hundred different personalities to the people that have met you, like maybe for half an hour yeah. or maybe for five minutes. Mm. And you just made that one impression and maybe they caught you on an off day and they think you're an absolute bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they caught you on a day where you were like super feeling like you were just like gonna, gonna just like connect with them. And like, they saw you as someone that was just like different to anyone else they met. Yeah. But that one impression that you made on them is like pretty set in stone. 
And it takes a lot to change someone's perspective of you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, oh, that's a great question. I like that one a lot. Great. Now I'm thinking. Now yeah. I'm thinking about like, all the... Shit. Oh, like, how many people I've met for half an hour that maybe don't like me? Then I'm like, damn it. What about all those walls that I've put up? You know? Yeah. That's really... But then it's just like that age-old cliche saying where it's like, you could be the juiciest peach and there's still someone that doesn't like peaches. Someone, someone that doesn't like peaches. And they just don't like peaches. There's nothing you can do about that. That's exactly right. Even I if think... you're juicy as fuck. <laughs> juicy as fuck <laughs> and that's just like i think that's where you have to just let go and just be like yeah. you know what maybe i made a terrible impression on that person and i hope hope yeah. you know maybe one day that's changed but yeah. if it's not then it is what it is yeah i think having the ability to own it but also i'd really like to work on that yeah yeah i think that's something that i really don't bring to the surface and i really miss out on connections because of that and okay. i mean mostly socially mm. you know whether it be with friends or guys yeah the initial front that we put up which most of us do but that doesn't mean that you have to yeah like so i think that's something that i kind of suck at but i'd really <laughs> i'd really like to work on it yeah well, yeah fucking congrats on owning it no uh, thank you <laughs> no shit own it and then just like try and work on it yeah that's right we're going we're going to level three this All is right. This is the third level, which is as deep as it goes. So, so I'm curious to see what this is going to be. Level three is reflection. Okay, cool. So question, mm-hmm. what has this conversation taught you about yourself? Hmm. I think it's just like, it's interesting to hear from another person's perspective, like consider very like, like-minded, how we still see things differently. Mm. And I think that's something that... It's, a, it's awesome to just to hear other people's perspectives and actually be able to be like, okay, like how would, how would I have navigated that situation? Or like how can the way that that person navigated that situation be something that I could do differently as well? Mm. I'm always, I can always consider myself like a sponge. I'm always hearing from people whether I think that they are no, like even if it's someone that I think is like well, well, well above, like mm. where I am stage of my business life or even like not even close to it there's still things that you can just listen to about how you could just learn from the way Mm. that they've navigated situations and I think that like that's something that I think is really cool about us is that I came into this conversation thinking like we're so similar but Mm. we're also so different yeah like yeah we have heaps in common but like we're also two totally different people yeah and I love that like whenever you and I spend time together we always still learn something new about each other, a new perspective. It's just like fresh eyes. Mm. And we always, well, one of, I would say both of our strengths, but especially, you know, I love that you are a sponge. <laughs> Sometimes I can be a little bit more, you know, not I know it all, but mm. um, not as open to learning and knowledge. So that's something. Just that more I'm, like that in your ways. Yeah. <clears throat> that's something I'm learning very much off you. Yeah. You okay. Know, really good strength of yourself. But I like how, we are both so open to different points of view. 100%. When they're brought to the table. Yeah, like, you know when you meet people and it's just like they have such strong opinions about things that they haven't really actually mm. even spent the time to, like, research to decide why yeah. they believe that way. It's just that that's yeah. the way that they've been taught. That's all they've ever known. Yeah. And it's just like it's so refreshing when you meet people where it's just like, yeah, I actually don't really have an opinion about that. I'd be keen to look into it more and then discuss it more after. Yeah. But it's like fucking educate yourself on the on the thing that you have such a strong opinion about yep. before you come to the table and say Fuck that that is yeah. the way that it is. Yeah. And, and it's just I think anything you're willing to be challenged about. Yeah, absolutely. And the bil- the ability to A say I don't have enough con- enough context yeah, to be able to have an opinion context, on that. Yeah. Can you educate me? Or yeah. B, I never considered it from that point of view. It yeah. doesn't mean that it's right, doesn't mean that it's wrong. 
but it's a different point of view yeah exactly yeah there's this quote that says open your eyes before you open your mouth oh my god i love that yeah that's so good yeah i can say i want to reshare that yeah. on my stories <laughs> well because at the end of the day everyone feels the way they feel for a valid reason 100%, yeah. you know like so to be able to see it from their point of view but still you know you know have belief in what you think yeah i think that's pretty cool yeah um have you that sparks another question so hmm. was this conversation taught you about yourself you know how you said we're very similar, but then we have different points of views on things as yeah. well and different, you know, knowledge that we can bring to the table. Yeah. Have you ever thought that, well, you know, I've got something to say, but no one's really, you know, interested in it because they probably already know it already? I think that I've always been too confident to not speak my opinion. Mm-hmm. If I have that opinion, that's strong mm-hmm. or like something that I believe, I think I've just, it's always come very naturally. Like I've, I've always been quite extroverted. And if I have something in my head, mm-hmm. I've, I've said it like, yep. I'm, I'm just someone that like, I'm a feeling decider and I don't really like think yep. about things before I say them. Yep. So no, I can't, I can't really relate to that. Like I've always just been like, if I have something to say, I'm usually the person at the, co- the table making the conversation yep. <laughs> for starters. Yep. <laughs> and then if it goes silent, I'm like, I'm thinking of something else we can talk about. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I've ever, I've ever struggled with that. Okay. Unless it's something that I feel like I'm out of my depth. Like that's like some people will start talking about a subject where I'm like, I have literally no information about that. Mm-hmm. Therefore, no, there's no point in me contributing because you can't bring value. You can't bring table. value to the conversation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a great way to say it is that if I feel like I can bring any value, I'll hundred percent speak my mind. Mm. But if I don't know enough about it, I'll, step back and I'll like I'll just listen that's really that's really cool and yeah definitely I think that's the reason why I wanted to ask you yeah in particular that question because I almost knew your answer yeah I wanted to hear how you said it I've definitely noticed that with you and just the way that you were so open is helping you know me to be more open as well because that's something that I really suck at I really suck and I beat myself up after for not having the ability to say, hey, look, I really thought I could have added value there, but I went mute oh, because I thought yeah. that everyone in the room would have already knew it. So what's the point of me saying it? No, what a shame. So, yeah. Well, I'm, that's why I'm really happy that we're on the pod right now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just like, you'll know when you've said something where you're just like, huh, didn't probably contribute as much value as that could have. <laughs> but it's just like, that's okay too. Well, like, that's, that's people can remember that you said that thing. Yeah. That's it's like really, really like left a field. That's exactly right. But it's always like, you know, it's always just learning. Right? Yeah. Like, I love that. That's awesome. What yeah. a great, what a great thing to, it's a really nice compliment to say as well. I'm glad that I can help you bring that side out of yourself as well because Absolutely. like I said super similar but yeah. I want I want to see you have more confidence in situations like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Speak of my girl. Thank you. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> oh fucking well. And now onto the third one for you. Yes. Lucky last. And sorry guys if you can hear that scratch in the background that's Coder again wanting to change where he is in the house. This is one that's interesting. I think it's probably more relevant for strangers, but I'm still keen to hear what you say. Okay. So when this game is over, what will you remember about me? So when this game is over, what will you remember about me? I'm going to remember. I'm just going to remember. It's, it's going to be similar to what we've already exchanged to each other. Um, But I'm just going to remember your confidence which really just as we just spoke about before it really fucking shines through from yeah. like the first moment so i'm going to remember your confidence and i'm going to take that on board as well naturally because you are who you surround yourself with yeah so i'm going to remember your confidence i'm also going to remember your ability to say that you don't know 
but then I'm also going to remember your point of view on things and now you have different points of view so if I had to sum it up it'd be three things it'd be your confidence yeah your ability to say that you don't know yeah but also your ability to provide your point of view to the table I think those are my main three things that I really take out of you a lot of the time amazing and this is just like three random cards we picked out of a deck and they're still like honestly maybe like a hundred in each section yeah so like this is a great game to like really dive into I reckon I could play this for like days with someone like, like h- how long does this game have to go for? I could play this for like hours with you. <laughs> hours and hours. Like, is this, is this the next 20 pods straight yeah. up that we've got here in this 100%. card game? Actually, this would be awesome for you to like start playing this with the people that you do podcasts with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it goes straight with the no fucking idea kind yeah. of because we're just going to know each other and we're discussing about what we don't know, what yeah, we're trying 100%. to figure out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's see. Is there anything else that you wanted to so to wrap it up yeah. with you, I do have, it was meant to be five fireside questions, okay, but yeah. it was eight. Amazing. Because I knew that. More than Marianne. Yeah. I knew that you're worth more. <laughs> so. <laughs> Had to squeeze more in there. Oh, that's exactly right. Always, always <laughs> pushing the envelope as we've discovered. <laughs> Classic. Um, so to finish off these questions, answer the best that you can in one word okay, or one sentence. Uh, I'm a woman of many words, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so wait, one word or one sentence? Or one sentence. Okay, cool, sweet. Yeah, so you're allowed a sentence. Okay, thank you. Okay, so first question. What have you recently started doing in your life that has brought you peace? Oh, my God. The, the Teaching myself the new skill of handstands. Yeah. yeah. I thought you would say that. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I think I can't say any more than that. <laughs> oh, that's right. I went to dive into a conversation with that about yeah, you. Yeah, talk about fucking handstand yeah. for half an hour. But teaching yourself a new skill, something De- that I thought that I would never be able to do. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it for a little bit of time every day. Mm. And I went from forearm stands to headstands to handstands. Handstands. And just having to like have that ability to be like, I fucking did that. Yeah. Like it just, it sparks something in you, doesn't it? It wasn't just like a lesson in patience again. Like I knew it was something that I needed to work on and it's almost uh, like indirectly I worked on my patience with learning this new skill. Of every course. Day like, yeah. Why am I not better yet? Yeah. <laughs> Darn these fucking new yeah. skills. <laughs> okay. So next one. What are you not okay with? I'm, I'm not okay with always feeling like I need to know the answer to situations that sometimes I have no fucking idea how to navigate. Yeah. But being expected to know the answer. Mm. I'm not okay with that. Mm. I feel that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Oh, that's the best way to sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I think what's really important with that is not judging yourself was being hard not to though yeah because it's just like everyone's looking at you for like well you're the person that needs to know the answer because we don't so who else is going to obviously you yeah and it's a lot it's a lot to carry around yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot (laughs) yeah i feel that yeah uh next one what is your greatest accomplishment to date oh that one's so easy i feel like the moment that i pitched eatsy at launch and and it was the the launch Sydney festival, and I just went in there for exposure. And the prize was one hundred thousand dollars and twelve weeks in the accelerator in San Francisco. <sighs> and when I ended up like winning it mm. and getting to actually go to San Francisco, mm. hands down, I don't know if I'll ever top that. I'm looking forward to the thing that tops that because I don't know if, it, if there ever will be anything that tops that. <sighs> 
that's and coming off that this isn't one of the questions but coming off that yeah you must have been nervous before that because it was something new it was just something that like I I'm very competitive Mm -hmm. and when I put my mind to something I'm like I had such a high expectation for myself Mm -hmm. and it was like I was okay with not winning it because I was like I'm just in my mind I was like a little Newcastle business competing in this like competition with Sydney businesses it just made me feel like going into it I had no chance Mm. so I was like it's not going to be like the end if I don't win this but Mm -hmm. fuck it meant a lot to me yep so like when I did I was just like it was it was it's still something that I pinch myself about where I'm just like I tell people and I say those words and I can't believe that I'm telling my story yeah like that's something that I just don't know if I'll be able to top and yeah I was nervous fuck and Mm. it meant a lot to me Mm. but I also was like there's no way I'm gonna win this and then it just changed my life and it's kind of like looking at it from not putting that pressure on yourself because you thought there's no way I'm going to win this yeah I went in with like zero expectations yeah besides like maybe some people will download my app (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it that's a cool takeaway zero expectations yeah I I just feel like we can be our own worst blockers totally it's like don't don't set the bar too high because then if you don't hit it you'll be super disappointed in yourself yeah and like that sucks like when you come out of a situation thinking like well I really expected to be able to do more Mm. um that's just like you're gonna end up being yeah super disappointed in yourself and I think that like I went in with the expectation of nothing besides exposure and came out the other end with like so much more. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) I really like that. Yeah. yeah, Sometimes we can, yeah, psych ourselves out. Yeah. But I feel like that's just another form of procrastination. It can (laughs) be. Which makes us so creative. (laughs) We're creative. (laughs) We're creative. (laughs) Okay. guys. (laughs) Next question. What's something you now value that you once took for granted? Hmm. I think uh, I think I really really value now um I don't know if okay this is a tough one you're gonna have to probably like edit this pause out because I have to actually think about this one um something that I value that I once took for granted okay finding finding the right people that you'll work with I think I always was like, well, the right people would just show up and just be like the people that you work with are clearly like the right people. Yeah. Whereas I think like now I value that more because I realize now how hard it is to find hmm. in especially startups, like people that think the way that I think Yeah. in this crucial phase of like an early stage startup. Yeah. It's so hard to find those people. Mm. And I think that's where I used to just, like, take it for granted. It's like, yeah, everyone wants jobs. Like, everyone, especially now more than ever, like, Mm. wants work. They'll all be willing to do whatever it takes. They're not. But that does not mean the right person is going to come into your life. And that's something that I really, like, now value more than ever. It's so hard to find those people. Yeah. Yeah. That's really that's a really good answer. Yeah. (laughs) 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 We got there in the end. But that's – no, that's – yeah, I can. I completely agree. And mm. again, it just comes with um, testing and learning and yeah. attracting what you put out as well. Yeah. Um, and knowing what you want. Yeah, and knowing what to look for. I think I just right. like I didn't even know what to look for, and now I yeah. think it's just like any entrepreneurial tendencies yeah. is something that's like a huge box tick now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. it's only come with practice. Yeah, like my developer studying business and entrepreneurship, and I was just like, ah, 
tick, 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 tick. <laughs> yeah, just knowing that you can have those. You can sit down like we're sitting down or you can sit down with them and just be on the same page yeah, straight away. Yeah, talk about the actual like struggles of business. It's yeah. not just like someone's regular like nine to five job. Yeah. That's something that I think is really hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cool. That's, yeah, that's cool. I really <laughs> like that. Um, okay. What is your favorite trait about yourself? I think that I have an ability to make people feel comfortable very quickly. Mm. And I realized that when I got started getting told that a lot by people where yeah. they were just like, I just feel comfortable so quickly with you. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I really like when I meet people as well, when I can just comfortably like be myself. Yeah. But I think I'm good at that. Yeah. I'm good at just like, no matter who it is I meet, just having them feel like they can be comfortable. Absolutely. Why do you think you were the first person I invited on the pod? Yeah, oh, amazing. <laughs> I feel genuinely so honoured. Still it's ha- so it's happened about again. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. Great. I completely agree with you. Um, what is your least favourite trait about yourself? Um, I think that... I think that... Um, Hmm, that's a tough question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Again, you're probably going to have to edit out the pause on this. This is like, these are fucking great questions. This is great. I like um, that you're taking the time to really think about it. Yeah. I think maybe I do sometimes second guess myself and I should back myself more. I think that's something that I, mm. I, I've always thought I'm very, like, spontaneous and I'm just, like, if I feel like I want to do it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I get too much in my head and I am so immersed in the thing that I'm doing Mm -hmm. that I lose the value of what it is Mm -hmm. in my head. I'm, like, I think I wish I – I wish sometimes I could just take a step back and see it from someone else's perspective with fresh eyes and be, like, well, this is why it's valuable. Yeah. That's something that I – yeah, I second-guess a lot of the things I do and which is why Mm – I was saying before about like backyard full of holes because you're just continuing to like, like, well, what about this? What about that? Like, I wish I could just like focus more and be like, this is the thing I'm backing and this is the thing I'm believing in. Yeah. And I'm com- and I'm confident about it because I've got a gut feeling. I don't exactly know what it is yet, but yeah. I know it's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wish I had the ability to do that. More. Yeah. That's more of an, in- that's a very internal battle. It is. It's so, I don't know if that'll be ever something that I fix. Maybe yeah. it's just like, all fan to second guess it and they're like I guess yeah. like is what I'm doing the right thing that I should be doing yeah it's like there's so many things you could be doing so like how are you gonna know what's right yeah I think um from my own context and purely mm. from like the past year of finally being able to zone in yeah. on poignant things when there's so many things growing around it's when it ticks and when it clicks yeah, and you're okay. like I fucking knew it yeah bloody teach me your ways on that because that's something that I feel like there's things that just make sense and then I think about it for too long and I'm like, well, now it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's been someone that's like questioning. I'm like, well, okay, mm. maybe this is not what I thought it was. Mm. And you pull yourself out. And I pull myself out of it where yeah. it's just like, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going further into that. Yeah. See, I feel you're visual, right? Oh, such a visual learner. 100%. Don't know why I even have to well. ask. <laughs> when I find something I really help with that is when I, obviously when you think of something, you visualize it. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I have pieces of paper and notebooks all around my desk yeah. all the time. I yeah. literally draw it out Yeah. and that's my game plan. Yeah, that's that's so good. See, uh-huh. I'm such a visual person that, like, one of my advisors, like, 
I just go straight to like the design of things. I'll be like, oh, I've thought of this like new thing. Mm. And I'll go through and I'll like, like on sketch, mm. create literally every screen of what the prototype looks like. And he's like, I don't care how good it looks. Tell me how you're going to make money. <laughs> and I'm like, what? he's like, get an, an Excel document open and show me how you're going to make money and tell me what the business plan is. And I'm like, but look how pretty it looks. <laughs> but that's your Don't you tr- want to use this app? <laughs> <laughs> What's the conversion objective of this? Oh, so like, oh, like yeah. I, that's something that yeah. I need to work on. I'm just like, mm. just like, why am I trying to make this look pretty when I just need to make sure people actually want to use it? Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Practice, practice, practice. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, but I feel that hard. Yeah. I feel like you've got so much confidence already throughout your aura that I have no doubt that it is going to overflow in that oh, part bloody of hope so. yeah. Let's listen back on this in a few years' time and just be like, this is the moment that she knew. <laughs> <laughs> and she worked on it and yeah. now look at her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, two more questions. Amazing. So what are you still trying to figure out? I'm still honestly trying to figure out what it is that Eatsy does. Like, it's something that I don't mm. know who I am without this business. And mm. I'm like, it is like my life mission to figure out what it is that I create in this world mm. with what this platform is mm. and I figure I just don't know yet mm. like and I I'm totally comfortable saying that because like I hope that that resonates with other people where they're just like mm. feel like they need to know and like have their mm. shit together but they're just like what is the thing that makes this the thing yeah I still don't know yet mm. I really don't again your strength coming out to play by saying I don't know which is the first step rather than burying your head in the sand yeah yeah but um if- I think I'm still curious like that's the yeah. thing I'm not just like oh, fuck I don't know like You're not in a box I'm yeah. still like super curious where I'm just like, well, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. Like mm. there's so many things I'm still brainstorming where I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I just need to like channel into the thing that resonates the most, but there's yeah. still so many things that could be that yeah. thing. And you really can pivot and just having faith in yourself to know, mm. even if this particular avenue doesn't work out the way I thought it would, I still have time to pivot it to that other one. 100%. That was still second choice. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So that's something that, Yeah. Yeah, and consumers' wants and needs are changing so rapidly at the moment. It's true as well. So I don't blame you for yeah. being able to, you know, for asking yourself what want or need. I feel a bit confused. <laughs> Am I feeling? Yeah. It's like, oh, the thing that I thought was the thing now makes no sense in COVID because nobody is going to restaurants and taking mm-hmm. photos of food. Yeah. With the so. way you perceive things openly, mm. I have no doubt that it will be a shower thought yeah. one morning and you'll be I like, so. I fucking knew it. I have those all the time. Mm. I'm going to start like, yeah, I think that I just need to start, like you said, journaling, writing down, visualizing mm. more of those things and just like, actually my notes, my phone is like full of like business ideas. Yeah. So I'm just like, if this isn't the one, then this is the next, this is the next one. Yeah. Like if yeah. this isn't the thing that makes it easy what it is, yeah. hopefully like putting more thought into this next idea is the thing that makes it what it is. Yeah. But I'm so determined to get it. Like I'm definitely not someone that's like, like my, my flame is still like so ignited, Mm -hmm. which is what gives me still like hope that I'm pretty close to it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, when you really look at it, eat, see or not eat, see, it is that process that you enjoy. So therefore you're already winning. Yeah. Would you feel that way? Yeah, I think so. It's just like enjoy it. I know it's, again, it sounds like cliche to say it, but it's like I do actually enjoy the journey and the process. Mm-hmm. We're going very Gary V right now. Fuck, Gary V would be so proud. Um, <laughs> it is though, like you have to because I think unless you unless you enjoy the process behind it, yeah. you're going to tap out so quickly. Yeah. Like there's yeah. been people that I can just see that the life is not there anymore yeah. in their eyes. Like yeah. you can see the fire is not there anymore. Mm. And they're just like – 
dead inside and I'm like it's you, you get to that in doing this because it's just like yeah any I think everyone's heard the advice now where it's like if you're gonna get into business you think it's gonna be like you know just to make money and an overnight success you're bloody wrong yeah but it honestly has to be something that you just like just yeah. enjoy the shit because if you don't enjoy the shit then don't don't even start yeah a hundred percent and that's like like I me personally, I used to be so serious. Yeah. All the time. And I've been laughing lately. Yeah, that's nice. Like, and it's that's just. Crazy. You've it, noticed that as well. Yeah. Like, it lowers your cortisol. Yeah. And it increases your creativity. Yeah. And, you, you know, you, you're able to respond easier to your business partners, your yeah. team around you. And you wouldn't notice the ripples. Totally. And saying before about, like, how you need to, like, enjoy the shit. I think it's hard to enjoy the shit, but I should say more, like, learn from the shit yeah. like it's like reframing failures to, to learnings is something yeah. that was really powerful for me where it's just like well I didn't know that that was gonna not work yeah so like let's just take what we learned from that mm. and not do it again yeah exactly <laughs> like, and just fucking learn the lesson and move on like the yeah. boss bitch or botch, boss a, guys that we are yeah it's only a failure if you just keep doing it again and again it's like well how like, how do you expect this to change if it's been the same outcome mm. every other time yeah like how einstein says you know applying the same uh applying the same equation and expecting a different outcome mm. is you know the true meaning of complete madness yeah it's like the like, definition makes that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again oh exactly same 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 it's just like yeah, yeah. learn yeah. from your shit a hundred percent learn from your shit yeah. own it yeah and realize that fuck man it's yeah. you know we're here and everything else is a bonus yeah <laughs> <laughs> that came from what are you still trying to figure out <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of shit clearly a lot of shit always all the time forever curious yes forever curious well i guess that is a good you know intro into our last question which is how do you deal with regret oh that's actually a really hard one because it's hard to go back in that moment mm. and wonder what you would have done differently. Yeah. I think that that's where that kind of like a spontaneous side of me that I really love comes out and shines where it's just like, if there's something I want to do, I end up usually just doing it. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it results in like a terrible outcome and I'm like, well, fuck, I should have thought about that a little bit more, mm. but I just spontaneously did it. Yeah. Like, not second guessing yourself definitely has its payoffs so, mm-hmm. because then you end up doing things that you were like, well, I probably shouldn't have done that, but I didn't actually had a good outcome. Yep. You just never know if it's going to be good or not. And I yep. think it's like, if you're thinking about something for more than a month, fucking do it. Yeah. Like, otherwise you probably will still be thinking about it in six months time and you mm-hmm. will regret that you didn't do it sooner. Yeah. So there's, there's heaps of things where I'm just like, mm. I just actually don't have that many regrets because mm. there's things that I probably shouldn't have done and put more thought behind <laughs> than I did anyway. So well, that's we, always been something that yeah. it's another thing I love about myself is like I'm quite um, quite impulsive, I would say. Yep. <laughs> Which is – So I don't have any regrets because I am just a very impulsive person. Yeah. But then coming with that impulse, you also have the ability to admit when you're wrong and change your mind and change direction quite quickly. Yeah. I'm yeah. impulsive, but I definitely learn from my mistakes. I think yeah. that's something where I'm just like, well, I d- but I have to make the mistake to be like, yes. okay, that was the outcome for me that I don't want to happen again. Yes. Like mm-hmm. maybe that hurt someone and I should have thought more about what that outcome could have been for mm-hmm. someone else, like especially with relationships. Yeah. But mostly when it comes to like anything, I'm like, well, fuck it, why not? Mm. Like, Absolutely. Well, because when you look back, and the only time this wouldn't apply is if you were lying to yourself or, you know, sort that shit out. But mm. at the time, you did what you wanted to do. In that moment, yeah, exactly. And I also think, like, 
This is something that probably has resonated more deeply, right? It sounds cliche, but let it really sit on you for a minute where it's just like, you actually only live in this life once. Hmm. Like, let's say maximum you'll ever live is like maybe a hundred years. And that's if you're like really, really doing well. Hmm. So it's like, if you only are going to be on this planet for a hundred years, what are the things that you want to do? When we're on our deathbed, no one else is going to be thinking about us, but us. We end life the same way that we come into it by ourselves. Yeah. And you know, we're all walking around like we're coming back. It's not exactly. But we're so not. It's just like you're not. So yeah. I think that's something that I, I used to hear. I'd be like, oh, you only live once. And it sounds so cliche. Yeah. But really, when you actually genuinely think about it, it's something that I've been trying mm. to like, like really associate with every decision that I make now where I'm just like, mm. if I only got to do this once yeah. and no one ever presented me with this opportunity ever again, yeah. would I have regretted it? No. No. Yeah. So... Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> this time, this time in a hundred years, where everyone on this earth is going to be dead, yeah. we're all going to be dead, so and there's going to be new people. You only live once, so live your life up. <laughs> Yolo. <laughs> for, for real though, for real, just fucking, just fucking, just, just, just do whatever fucking makes you happy. Note to self: to keep your MacBook plugged in while you are recording a podcast, just to ensure you don't lose any audio. <laughs> at the end of the podcast um unfortunately my mac did die so we lost the last couple of minutes of jess and i on the pod but it was pretty much just us wrapping up and saying thank you for joining us and for giving us your time today to listen to our conversations uh i hope it did shed some light on maybe some things that you're working through some things that you don't let yet have figured out and some things that you're trying to work on uh if you want to see more of no fucking idea podcast and you like today's episode feel free to subscribe and you'll be notified as soon as we upload some new pods. Honest reviews are always appreciated, whether that be just to myself, Natalie Hintzer, DM on Instagram, or even just directly on the podcast channel. Uh, We look forward to seeing you again, bringing more creative minds to the table and just connecting on that deeper level. Thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great morning, day, evening or night, depending where you're listening from. Cheers, guys. Bye.